This is your grandpa Cecil. Welcome to Mo's and welcome <laughs> to the best medicine. And how how young is your youngest child? Ooh, 73. Oh my god. <laughs> what? I think I, hear, I think I hear a knock on the door, Grandpa. I think I'll go get it. Hello? Hey there. Hey boy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's my other Grandpa. Yeah. How you doing? I haven't, hey. I haven't seen you so long, other Grandpa. I haven't been here. Well, you, what, you are here now. What brings you here? Uh, I, I'm hungry. You're hungry? What do you want to eat? Pizza or hot dogs. <laughs> or one or the other? That's what I said. What about a hot dog pizza? <laughs> oh my god. Or a pineapple pizza. Oh, pine, um, yum. <laughs> what, what were you planning on having? Oh, I was just having number 83 out of 1,000 of my famous pineapple fritters I have sitting in the freezer. Mm, pineapple the fritters. The unsold ones. I got number four at the restaurant the other day. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what restaurant? I got number four at the restaurant. Uh, look, there's a restaurant it's called on the number? menu. Oh, oh, yeah. how, how was it? 
sounds awesome. I know. It sounds really That's good. That's why I got it. Uh -huh. I got number four. Uh, with extra? Did you supersize it? I ain't made of money, Andy. <laughs> I usually get a number three, no cheese, extra horsey mm -hmm. on the side. You went to Arby's, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm Arby's. But now, Grandpa. You're an Arby's boy, huh? <laughs> now, now, what, what do you. I mean, I, yep. I, I call this Grandpa that's been, that I've been living with forever Grandpa. But what am I supposed to call you so I don't confuse who I'm talking to? That's a good question. I guess. Thank you. Call me... Sir? Sir? <laughs> sir Grandpa? Call me Sir. Sir Grandpa has a distinguished flavor, uh, sir, I feel. So we've got... I don't care. Grandpa and Sir Grandpa. Call me Granddaddy. Granddaddy. Okay, Sir Granddaddy. Well, Big Daddy. Okay. <laughs> I'm Big Daddy! I think we both just found <laughs> the line of my comfortable and not comfortable point. Big Daddy! Oh, God, help us all. You usually get there quicker than this, but we got there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, Grandpa, you're 137. How old are you, Sir Granddaddy? I'm only 77 years old. That's all? So 60 years younger. Oh, you're just a little baby. Compared to you, I guess I am. But you, you know, before. A <laughs> baby of 77. Dude, you're disgraceful. Oh, God. Well, what are your thoughts on Nick Lowe, or Granddaddy? Are you familiar with his music? I, I am familiar with the radio. I'm familiar with music. Uh, I, I think it's fine when Julian sings a song about a lady singing to her. Maybe he wants to make love to her. I don't, you know. I don't, I don't, uh... I don't, I don't know a lot about uh, popular music. I don't know, I, you know, I don't get myself into political conversations. Mm, I see, I see. But, uh, so you're, you what's your political views? So you won't say whether or not you're voting Nick Lowe this November. Yeah, I'm not voting for Nick Lowe. Well, all right. I guess he gave up that stance pretty quickly. So, all right, Sir Granddaddy's not voting for Nick Lowe. What about you, Grandpa? Oh, I'm for Colonel Sanders. Oh my God! Uh, Just uh, dropped a penny. I mean, he he might have been alive back when you and Jesus weren't wearing diapers, but I'm not <laughs> alive no more. Uh, oh God! Jesus was my best friend. Jesus just—he's all right with me. Oh, did both of y'all just say the same thing? Yeah, I told you I'm familiar with the radio. Uh, you are familiar with popular music. No, I'm just okay you, with Jesus. I don't want to get involved in any political conversations. The politics of religion are very sensitive for a lot of people. Okay. You know, men and women get to arguing uh, like cats and dogs. Uh -huh. So, well, do you have a hotel? Do you need a place to stay? What's going on here, Greg? Oh, yeah, I'm staying here. Okay. How, how, how long? Here, here at the house. We got an extra bed. Uh, are, you, are you in town for the weekend? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Well, then, and then do you need to ride back to the airport on Monday or what's going on? I don't, why would I? Well, aren't you going back to LA? I don't think so. I think I live here now. I'm sorry. I live here now. <coughs> I'm, your, I'm your grandpa. Okay. I, I believe I'm entitled to certain uh, substances and reputations. <laughs> grandpa, Cecil, you're telling me you live here now? How many times do you want me to say it, boy? And you still ain't welcome me to Moe's. Well, Alright, welcome to Moe's. I'm going to talk to Grandpa uh, yeah, over I remember here. Four. Grandpa, what do you think? Don't fucking wait, wait, touch wait, wait, me! Come here and listen to you. Now, Grandpa Cecil just told us that he's living here. Are you sure? I'm... 
it's hard enough to take care of you as it is with without another one here. Do you think, can we have Grandpa Cecil here? He's like you. His, his wife just died too. Yeah, I'm just going to look the other way. And? Maybe never have to look at you guys again. Oh my God. So you're not going to help me help Cecil? We can help seagulls all you want. I don't no. fucking care. <laughs> Grandpa, you are no help. Yeah, all right. bread in the freezer. Okay, Grandpa Cecil, tell you what. We're going to listen to this Nick Lowe interview and then figure out exactly what our next plan is going to be, okay? Okay, can, I mean, can we listen to it on the, in the car on the way to Moe's? Uh, sure, let's do that. I'll download it real quick, all right? Ready? Okay. Here we go. Nick Lowe time. Alright, Nick, can you hear me? Yep, loud and clear. Excellent. Well, I thank you for taking the time today. Not, not at all, thank you. Certainly. So, uh, I'm uh, from Birmingham, right? So we're uh, just gathering uh, some info and uh, trying to plug your show in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, nice. That's, that's, um, that's very nice of you. Certainly, certainly. I've been a, a long-time fan, so it's a pleasure to talk with you today. Yeah. So uh let's see, let's let's get started here. I won't take up too much of your time. Uh so who else have you been chatting with today? Um I was talking to a lady, uh, the the one who overran, I was talking to a lady who's writing a book inspired well, um instigated by Daryl Hall about mm. musicians who like to cook. And the uh <laughs> and the similarities between cooking and making music and oh. she's writing a book about it and for some reason Daryl put my name forward and, uh, and she um, was very keen to talk about it so that's why I was so late speaking to you and another gentleman from uh, Cincinnati I was been talking to. Interesting so uh, so uh, among musicians like Daryl Hall are you, are you well known as a chef? I was. I was rather surprised when um, I heard that she wanted to talk to me because Daryl had told her that, um, you know, that I'd somehow, uh, you know, and I knew something about cooking. I, 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 I don't know that much about it. I can cook a, a little bit. I mean, I think the days of when men, you know, couldn't knock up something in the kitchen at all, you know, boil an egg, I think that all the, those days are long gone, aren't they? I mean, right. practically everybody I know can do a few things. Sure. Yeah. What What are some of your go to dishes? Well, I eat I eat a lot of uh, uh, Italian food over here. I love it, uh, Italian food. It's it's you know pretty easy to to get a fantastic result. You know without with with uh, a very few ingredients, and um, you know you can get a really great uh, uh, result and impress people. You know. Um, and as long as you've got good ingredients, as long as they're all really good, um, you know, you really can't go wrong. So I eat a lot of that stuff. But the trouble is I've got a, a little boy mm -hmm. um, who's, who's only 11, and he he doesn't like certain things. He's not bad about eating his food, but he doesn't like a lot of things. You know, like, for instance, he, he, he's got an irrational dislike of, of tomatoes, <laughs> um, which, of course, in Italian food, you, you know, <laughs> It, it, it does hobble you some, somewhat. Right. 
Yeah, the, the original pizzas going all the way back was just bread and tomato sauce. So that's one of the two main ingredients. Delicious. Right. What else do you need? Nothing. <laughs> all right, so you're, you're on a, is this just a solo tour you're about to embark on? No band with you? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I do these most of the time now. Mm-hmm. But I'm very well aware, you know, that, that people tend to roll their eyes, you know, think, oh, God, here comes another old geezer with an acoustic guitar, you know, um, knocking out his old tunes, you know. But I, I, I'm i very aware of that, that um, people are a bit sceptical about it. And But I try and do my shows like a like an old-fashioned pop show, really, and because my songs are all pretty short. Yeah. So I can do a lot of tunes, and um, it, you know, in, in the time. And although I like to talk to the audience and uh, you know have a little chat with them and everything, um, I like to keep it fast moving. You know, keep the songs coming one after the other. You know, like uh, like on a pop show, like an old fashioned pop show. So it's quite um, it's quite good fun. You know, I do a lot of the songs that I'm known for, and uh, the ones that are a bit more obscure. I I make sure that they work well in that setting, mm-hmm. so that uh, pe- people do seem to enjoy it. Yeah. So speaking of songs you're well known for, I was reading the the bio on your website, and it mentioned uh, three songs you know by heart, and I, I couldn't figure out what the third song that was. I assumed we got oh. "Cruel to Be Kind" and "What's So Funny," and I yeah. wondered what the third one might be. Um. Well, let's see. Is it I Knew the Bride when she used to rock and roll? That's That one is pretty well-known because a lot of people, people played at their wedding, you know. Oh, yeah. It's a real real wedding favorite. Right. I yeah. mean, the, the clue is in the title. You know? <laughs> Naturally, right. Yeah, that was a, a decent-sized hit, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, some of them aren't... I mean, Peace, Love, and Understanding, uh, it was never really a hit, but everyone seems to know it. And it's been covered by, well, not hundreds of people, but many, many, many people have have, have, uh, have covered it. So it, it's like the hit that never was. Right, right, right. Yeah, I've covered it many times myself to about a crowd of seven or eleven people. So. Yeah. Oh, nice, okay. nice. Yeah, sure, I'm sure that's happened many hundreds of times. Yeah. <laughs> Just in some bar somewhere. So uh, when when you're on the road, especially with no backing band, uh, how do you spend your downtime just between shows? Um, well, yeah, I don't really get that much downtime. My my agent tries to keep me you know, as soon as my feet touch the U.S. soil. You know, he tries mm-hmm. to keep me on the on the go all the time. But um, uh. On the downtime, I I try and feed myself. You know, I have a lot of trouble eating on the road because I can't seem to get the food I want at the time I want it. Mm-hmm. In other words, I, I, I can't have anything before I play my show because for, the, for one reason, as soon as I feel satisfied, you know, not full, you know, mm-hmm. as if I, like I've had a decent meal... I just want to put my feet up and watch TV. Right. I lose. I don't feel like very vibrant, you know, Mr. Entertainment. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is, of course, that I, I'm doing a solo show and I tend to burp and belch, you know, <laughs> <laughs> through the microphone, which is not very sexy. Right. So I, so I can't eat before the show. And then afterwards, well, frankly, you know, I just want to have a couple of drinks and, you know, and uh, relax and sort of talk to talk to people and things. So, it's, uh, you know, I've gone, gone past. So I tend to have a big, big breakfast, you know, most of the time. But on the days off, mm-hmm. I'll try and find a really good restaurant. And um, and I don't mind traveling. You know, I'll, I'll take some time to go to get myself a really good meal on the day off. So that's about it, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I, I saw a Dolly Parton show one time where in the opening song, she, she let out a burp and, and, and told the band to stop and uh, informed the audience that she just swallowed a fly. And uh, so she had everyone just start over. So if you do have to let out a belt, you could just blame it on a bug, perhaps. Good old Dolly, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to remember that. Yeah, it might work for you. <laughs> Not as well as it works for Dolly, I bet. Uh, right, yeah. She, I th- You know what? I, I feel like she does the same show every night, and that just might be one of her little jokes she puts in there. Well, it might well be. It might well be. <laughs> She's so good at making it seem like it just happened, though. Right, right. Oh, poor old, little old me, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Humble country Dolly Parton. Hum- humble country multimillionaire. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, cool. So I, I, uh, I was going back through some old interviews and listening to some stuff, and I remembered one from a, a, a comedy bang bang that I couldn't find in their archives, but, uh, you, you described a game that you like to play at dinner, something called, like, Funny or Not Funny. Is that ringing the oh, bell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what is that game? Well, it, uh, I, I... Uh, how interesting that you sort of spotted it, because some people sort of get it, and some people some people don't, you know. Um, but I've got this theory that uh, everybody in music sort of falls into into either a fu- what I call funny, or don't, it doesn't mean that they're comedians, you know, but they they're either funny or they're not funny. And the way you sort of play it, I mean, I don't know if this works for contemporary pop music but certainly does for my sort of era you know mm-hmm. and that my my theory goes that prior to the beatles everyone was funny in other words all the you know elvis is funny jerry lee lewis uh roy orbison uh, otis redding james brown all those people are all funny mm-hmm. and then the beatles came along and as much as i love the beatles mm-hmm. as much as i love them they invented unfunny because of uh, certain certain strands of, of i mean they they invented prog rock really i think the beatles did but um as well as all the other great stuff they did but the way you play it is you take two artists who are vaguely in the same ballpark as each other they're sort of trading in the same area and com- compare and contrast and i would say uh um, uh, Blondie, funny. Patty Smith, not funny. Uh-huh. Or um, Ramones, funny. Talking Heads, not funny. Not funny. It's just a feeling you get, you know, ab- uh, um, about them. 
I would say um, uh, uh, Bob Dylan funny, um, Bruce Springsteen not funny. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I think I get that one. So, so um, yeah, you can you can try it out on some of your music loving pals and see if they see if they sort of get it. It can be quite a funny game, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not. Um, oh, uh, wait a minute. Uh, David Bowie funny, Lou Reed not funny. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Um, interesting. Well, uh, I, uh, I, I got a list of a few local bands here from uh, Birmingham, Alabama, and I was wondering if you'd give us a blind funny or not funny based on the band names. Oh, that's, that, that's, that's tough. Uh, uh, what, just on the band name? Just on the band name. All right, I'll have a go. I'll have a go, but I don't want to upset anyone here. Oh, you know what? I think everybody's a good sport, and they'll just be glad to have you have heard their name. All right, here we go. Bad Cologne. Funny. Fun- Bad Cologne is funny. Dead Fingers. They they could be funny. That, that, they they could be funny. Uh-huh. All right. Yes, yeah, so you have to have to see. It doesn't. It, it's tough with just the name. You know, you have to see their the, the sort of act and the way they. Because some because some people can have like. Uh, uh, you know, a name like Blues Hammer. Uh-huh. You know, could be funny, <laughs> or it could be if they're taking it seriously. It uh-huh. could be dead. You know, not funny. So it's um. <laughs> yeah, that that's the... it's a real minefield. But carry on anyway. I'll do my best. That is the crux of it, like taking it seriously, because that's how I've started to think about bands. And there was a nice article that was talking that compared Wilco, a funny band, to a, 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 a Radiohead, who may not come off as so funny. Who just? Oh no, they're they're um they're definitely not funny. Right, and they've both. Radiohead are definitely not funny. Yeah. Right, and they've both put out new albums, and the journalist was saying, "I can't even listen to Radiohead because it's no fun." The new album. Yeah. 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 Me... That, that's that's absolutely right. I I, w- I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, you two aren't funny either. <laughs> uh, agreed. <laughs> they're funny to talk about. Uh, they're they're not. It's a, it's a, I think it's a kind of earnestness, you know. It's yeah. a kind of earnestness which came in post Beatles. The Beatles, you know, it wasn't their fault. Right. It wasn't the Beatles. But because, by the way, um, Paul McCartney and John Lennon not funny. Uh, you know, Beatles <laughs> funny. <laughs> Paul McCartney and John Lennon not funny. Ringo and George funny. I think. I think. Um, uh huh. Yeah, they all might have been funny through help. And uh, maybe your rubber soul, and then that's it, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I think I think they were all, they were blameless, you know, because they were. They, I mean, I thought they were, they were. I know a few people who don't like the Beatles much, but I mean, what's not to like? Come on. Sure, great stuff. Obviously. Uh, all right, I'll give you two more local bands here. Okay. All right, the Nowhere Squares. Hmm. A little hard working that they could be not funny. <laughs> could be not funny. I'll be sure to pass that along. And finally, the old paints. The old pants. 
The old paints, P-A-I-N-T-S. Oh, the old paint. Hmm. I would have thought paint would be a better name. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's the old. The old is questionable. You know whether that is the is is funny or they're apologising for something. <laughs> Not funny. We've got it down. It's evidence. Not funny. Nick Lowe has <laughs> Nick Lowe has spoken on Birmingham. Oh bands. no, no, no! Don't, 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 don't hold me to it because it, it's very, very hard with names because they depends. People that come might be trying to be a bit ironic, you know, or, or sure. you know, it's it. I don't. I don't want to upset my fellow musicians in 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 Birmingham, you know. Well, you know, everybody knows that you're funny, so I think everybody can take it for what it is. Hey everybody, it's your good friend Grandpa here with a new product you're really gonna love. Hold on one second, I just forgot it. Okay, comedy fans, let's turn down the giggle boxes and turn up our magnifying glasses, because it's time to probe the psyche of American history in another edition of Lincoln Logs. Lincoln Logs is brought to you by Wendy's Odd Seventh, Birmingham's premier fast food emporium. For the doctor on the go. We've got delicious bread and meat, drinks, salads, now serving Pepsi. Try the Honest Abe combo dinner, a 99 cent chili with a side of the Uncola. Mom, Dad, the scholars are right. I'm gay. Abraham Lincoln is gay. Seven score and nine years ago, somebody shot and killed me. You can't rush a good time. My less attractive brother, Gabe Lincoln? Ah, uh, he just never quite got the hang of being cool. Another cold Illinois winter lies ahead. Yes, we'll trudge through these long months and welcome spring on the other side. Fortunately, I always chop more than enough firewood to last, and my friend Wendy's has the best chili for only 99 cents. Hey everybody, it's your good friend Grandpa here. I got a great product for you, so stick around. Hold on one second. Where am I? Oh, hey everybody, it's your good friend Grandpa here with a new product called Pineapple Fritters. Now I know what you're thinking. You already eat fritters every day, right? <laughs> Not like this.
Imagine a world where your very own pineapple fritters could be delivered every day at your door. <laughs> Apple fritters. I mean, oh, uh, pineapple fritters. Imagine this horrible world we all live in, made better by deliberate, frozen, <laughs> delivered to your door pineapple fritters. They're USDA organic, non-GMO, <laughs> and the best part is they're gluten-free. So, you could be like me and not have the shits every time you want to eat dessert. So call today and give me your money, because I need it. Uh, pineapple fritters. Pineapple fritters. <laughs> Hold on. And don't forget to tell him Grandpa sent ya. One final question for you, Nick. Uh, so, uh, let's see. We, we had uh, around 2011, The Old Magic was just a smash album, and then the Christmas album a few years ago. Are you working on any new record? Well, I'm, uh, I'm not really. I'm, I'm still writing songs. I, I, unfortunately, the, the, um, uh, a real good friend of mine who played drums with me for years and years and years died last year, and Out of, uh, out of what I've never done before, 
it's the, I do I do the sort of same stuff every time really, um, and until I can f- come up with a new way of presenting it, I I, um, I don't really want to do the same the same thing uh, mm-hmm. the same presentation. So I love doing these solo tours because I can I can do some of these new songs and and try them out you know, and see if they you know if they sing if they ring a bell with uh, with audiences and if they do I stick them in a little store you know a little back pocket I've got and I've got a few in there about five or six good songs but I've written way more than that and yeah. um, but they don't really I don't think they're much good you know I'm I'm, mu- mu- I'm much choosier now about the stuff I I do mm-hmm. and if it works if you stand up with an acoustic guitar and you, and you can get an audience to get get with a, a, a new song they've never heard before you know because they can tell that it works on a lot of different levels then you're onto something you know and I'll st- as I say I'll stick it in my back pocket and, and when a time comes I'll um, I'll uh, I'll knock out a, a, a new record but I've got no uh, you know I'm not in any hurry to do that right now mm-hmm very good. Uh, so, with, with uh, working with other people in Nashville writing songs, are you are you running with the crowd that's uh, pumping out material about trucks and rolling down your windows and you know? Uh, no, no, they, they 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 seem to be immune to my charms. <laughs> oh, no, too bad. But there's but there's uh, there's a whole lot of other. Um, uh, Nashville is absolutely uh, jumping scene as you as you probably know, you know, mm-hmm. there's all sorts of music's going on there. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, so, um, I, I've, well, I, I've been doing all sorts of things there from straight country to sort of, uh, R and B stuff, even, even pop, real proper pop, um, pop sessions. Uh, I've, you know, they have me in. On, uh, they've had me in on because I think there they don't really. Well, quite the opposite, really. They they like having people of my vintage involved in it. There, they don't seem to have any kind of ageism. You know, move over, granddad. You know, what do you know about it? You know, they, that doesn't seem to operate there. If you're, if they figure that you're into it, you know, they, that's all that matters. All right, sounds good to me. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm pleased about that. Yeah, cool. Well, I think uh, that's all I've got, Nick. I appreciate you taking time and being flexible and chatting with me today. Oh, not at all, uh, Andy. Thank you very much for talking to me. Certainly, and uh, we'll be looking forward to your show in Birmingham October 21st. All right, nice one. Thank uh, you very much, indeed. Yes, yes, sir. Have a good evening. Thanks. Bye yeah. now. Bye-bye. chap so what'd you think of the interview there grandpa cecil nick lowe i thought i thought he i thought it was fine i thought he knew what he was talking about it seemed like he understood his own music and knew how to answer all the questions uh-huh. yeah every time i asked him a question you know what he had an answer it was like one 
two, and three, and there was an answer. That was it. What'd you think, old grandpa? Not impressed, but it's fine. Uh, you just don't like the fact that he's one of these young guys on the scene, don't you? It's like you work your ass off for 100 years. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of fucking people can uh, say that. No. Uh, you, your ass has been pretty flat for about the last 90 years. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. You do get that pancake ass from that other side of your family. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, you know, my, my question for your musical career, Grandpa, is how do you expect to get anywhere just playing Nick Lowe cover songs? You're already just saying, well, this guy's better than me. Well, how do you expect to get anywhere and you don't know code to get your podcast on iTunes? Ah, <laughs> hit me where Butter, it hurts. That's why, I, that's why I upload it to SoundCloud, Grandpa. Suck it! Oh, God, I really can't stand you. Well, do you have any comments on the interview, Grandpa Cecil? You know, I, again, I just reiterate it was a good interview. And I don't want, I don't have anything against the man, mm-hmm. but yeah. I was thinking about the song that he sings again, and I just thought, you know, what he's talking about with the girl, young girls, and what he thinks about them. And <laughs> are they? Do they treat him nice? Do they treat him well? And I can relate to that. I know sometimes a woman, like nice young woman, you know, there can be problems. Yeah, such as. Problems in the bedroom. Uh-uh. <laughs> Problems at most. <laughs> you can't you can't turn any any which way without winding up on the wrong side of a problem with these young fine girls. Good lord, don't I know it? What's your, what's your experience with young fine girls, Grandpa? Oh, don't fucking get me started. Oh, God. <laughs> women of like age 85 or older. God, these 85-year-old women just think they're invincible. <laughs> yeah. They walk down the stairs with the socks on, they got hardwood floor on the stairs. They don't even have tennis balls on their walkers. And then splat like a watermelon off of a 10-story building. Oh, my God. I say, no thank you to these older women that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You like the young, finer women, right? Now, what'd you think of the game "Funny or Not Funny," Grandpa Cecil? Now, again, I believe I believe in the man and what he says. I agree with him politically. I think we wanted to have a political discussion about this. Mm-hmm, that, absolutely, very political. Um, I think that he. Uh, I did say that I thought he knew what he was talking about before. But I feel like when he starts talking about humor and comedy involving with the music and what musician is funny or what musician is not, I feel like he starts to drift away mm. from knowledge and from sensibility. Mm. And I feel that when we talk about comedy in mm. the contest of a musician mm. versus another musician, I feel I feel in my heart that maybe Nick Lowe has lost his mind and he doesn't know what he's talking about. That's interesting. Oh boy. Well, you know, he seems like he had it all together, but I guess that's just one person's opinion. I think I think you're preaching to the choir here. Oh boy. Well, listen, it's been fun chatting with you, Grandpa Cecil, and I'm glad you're in town and I'm glad to have both of my grandpas here. And you know what? I think for now we're just gonna make it work. So I'm gonna make up a bed for you, or maybe a little pallet on the floor, Grandpa Cecil. And you know what? For now you can stay here. I, I do stay here. Well, well and I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Grandpa. You do stay here. He's already made himself comfortable. Oh, well, and so have you. <clears throat> you know, I'm just a young grad student trying to make it, supporting his two <laughs> grandfathers. <laughs> okay, oh. all right. Hey, it's better living with me than in the home, right, Grandpa? 
I don't want to be here when he kicks it. Or when you kick it. Well, I'll be here when y'all kick it. Well, You'll I be really the death think, of me, old man. I think we ought to be watching each other like hawks to see who kicks it first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. It's a race to the death. You right, Sonny. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's been fun hanging out with both of you fellas today. I hope you enjoyed the Nick Lowe chat. Uh, Nick Lowe's going to be in Birmingham on October 21st at the BJCC Theater. I'm going. You ain't playing at Moe's? No, no, no. BGCC! There might be an after party at Moe's. How about you and me take us a little after party to Moe's? I'll take any party at Moe's. Pre-party? In middle party. During party. (laughs) Political party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Party har har. Well, Grandpa, number one, you're no longer the special grandpa in my life. You're fighting for attention. How do you feel? No oh God! Don't don't ask me questions like that. God. He's at a loss for words. Well, all right <laughs> then. Uh, all right. Well, we got Nick Lowe coming to town on October twenty first, and I for one can't wait for it. Uh, we'll have an after party at Mo's. How about that, Grandpa Cecil? Uh, I I think I said thank you for finally getting on board mm-hmm. with we'll, the program. We'll get you a number four, okay? Oh, good God, so, <laughs> Grandpa, you want a number four? What's your favorite number? My mind? favorite number is nine. Number nine. My favorite number is 137, just like you, Grandpa. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. Uh, yeah, ain't, it, ain't it sweet? Good. A little love fest in here. Uh-huh. All right, well, let's go out with a little music here. Let's hear uh, the new Love Lady Thrift Store theme song. Hope you enjoyed this episode of The Best Medicine. We'll catch you next time. Mm, we'll have a. Uh, I don't know. Bye. Enjoy it. We'll let River Chase kid. Lady ladies and the love lady ladies love me.